1: It is Matty Johns uh, joining us as of this Monday morning. So this is the drill, folks. Every two hours, Monday morning, off the back of the brekkie programs, it will be myself and M. Johns with the roundup, and we'll be digging into footy. Rooster Man, welcome back, Matty. Love you two together. By the way, how is Cooper going at Manly yeah. preseason? Cooper's good.
2: Cooper's good. We don't really talk football in the house unless, um, unless our rule is leave it leave it at the front door. They want any advice, which they never do. They ring their uncle for that. Um, but we just, we keep quiet. The only thing he said was, I said, how's training going? And he said, uh, after Christmas, after the break, it's been really, really good. Early on, of course, with Manly, you had Anthony Seabold still over in the UK. Mm. So you had, you had Jimmy Dimmick and Flano. They were training the side, but at the time they weren't really putting their principles and their attack and whatnot in place. But, I believe after the after the Christmas break, they're, they're going really well.
1: Another player at a new club, Jackson Hastings. So the the deal's there done and dusted, and he's up at Newcastle. But an interesting chat that he's had with James Graham on the Buy Round podcast, and speaking about the relationship with his dad, Horry. So obviously, you know, those who remember Kevin Hastings throughout the Roosters' era, late 70s into the 80s, was an absolute genius of the game. But they were essentially estranged. His dad remarried and moved to the USA, and he's spoken about how tough and traumatic that was for him, um, how he'd sleep at night and cry himself to sleep thinking, I wish my mum and dad were together. That's not yes. foreign to a lot of people. But in Jackson Hastings' case, it's obviously played on his mind and played into his career as a footballer. And his father, Kevin, of course, is a high-profile guy. and that's Because I, I, I
2: can only imagine with all that pain and angst sitting inside Jackson, but everywhere we went, people had said, how's your dad going? He has to go through it all again. I, re- I really like Jackson. Look, you know, oftentimes you know, everyone has their quirks and their personalities, right? I-, I play with guys who are hard work, right? I live with one who is hard work. He used to lay on the bottom bunk, right? Enough of him. But I will play with guys who are hard work. But you bend and you adapt. Um, I think... I think he'll be really, really good for Newcastle because he's got a lot of confidence, and Newcastle is very much in his sweet spot. He goes very good at underachieving sides and sides that need somebody. Like when he, what he did at Salford was almost unprecedented. Going there with a side that was in most seasons finishing the bottom two, and took him to um, yeah, took him to the grand final. Was I think he got still both seasons. He was a revelation. Did good things at Wigan as well. It's it's very interesting. As I said off the top, I I I really like him. I've had a bit to do with him when he was a young guy who just about to come into first grade. He came over to my place, we did a training session, and then we just went back to my joint and we sat. And you know, I was just sitting. I want a glass of water. Yeah, sweet mate. So we're sitting there, and he just spoke for about an hour and a half. I actually had to make something up that I had something on to get him out of the house. Because I'm not kidding, but but he really opened up about sort of his life and what he's gone through. And I asked him, because I, I, I'd heard he was, that, the, that the older players thought he was arrogant. And I asked him, I said, I had to get on with your teammates. And straight away, he understood what I was, was asking. And he said, Matty, I'm a young guy that's coming to this side and I'm playing alongside likes like Sonny Bill Williams, who are my heroes. He said, a lot of the, He said, a lot of the arrogance that he said, it's just a mask. I get that. Mm. I, but I, I think I, I like the kid. He's been through a lot. And, it's, you know, people will read that. I interviewed him last year on the show and he spoke about his dad. And I've got to say, as a father, it was uncomfortable to listen to. Um, but, you know, that's that's that's
1: what, what his life has been. And, you know, Unless you have been through that, you've really got no idea. Yeah, he said, I respect what my father did in the game, but we're just not close as father and son. We don't talk often in real life. He was never there, and that's the circumstances. Like I say, that happen in a lot of family households. A quick one on Lockie Miller. So that yeah. swap deal done. How do you think he goes there?
2: I think. Look, I'm hoping. I think he'll do very, very well um, at Newcastle. They're training really hard. I, I, I was. I had real fears about Newcastle last year. I saw them worryingly as a, a, a bottom four side. That's where they ended up this year, I'm a lot more optimistic. I think they'll go up into the mid table.
1: All right. Make sure you stick around. The roundup continues after this. We're going to dig a little bit deeper into the CBA negotiations and also Harry Garside.